See all of Cody's trades and his latest positions at tradingwithcody.com. Get a clue, yo, do I blew your mind from to you to Soho, Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls, get around like hobos, yo, we be tearing it up, and you gon' get it, how you giving it up? This is Cody Underground, the podcast, I am Cody Willard, and today I have a special guest, um, Igor Ganta, who is the CEO of a stock market social sentiment solution called Market Profit, and just announced... Uh, a new index that measures the buzziness, so that the, the stocks that are most buzzed about on social media, and it's called Crowd. So welcome, Igor, uh, to Cody Underground. Excellent. Thanks, Cody. Thanks for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. Well, um, um, tell us a little bit, first of all, about uh, Crowd and what this new index is going to be measure and how it works. Absolutely. So uh, we launched Crowd two weeks ago. Um, it's uh, it's an index that's calculated by S and P Dow Jones, who uh, we chose to help us uh, uh, publish it. Um, it is based on uh, the 25 most tweeted about stocks uh, every quarter. Uh, so we look at just the most uh, chatted about securities, and that's what forms the basket uh, in the index. So. It doesn't matter whether they're positive or negative on the stock. It's the most buzzed about on social media. And let me just mention, by the way, full disclosure, I think everybody listening, very familiar with this concept of social media and sentiment and cash tags and how stocks can be uh, learned. You know, you can use social media to learn about this stuff. I'm chairman of Scudify, which is a finance and uh, social media and app company, and uh, you know, I, in some way, yours and my companies might even compete a little bit here. But beyond that, I think yeah, there's even synergies to talk about, perhaps. But yeah, absolutely. Maybe, Igor, tell us then: is it does it again? It doesn't matter whether they're positive or negative. It just needs to well, be the most buzzed so, about. Well, no. So, so, so it does matter whether they're positive or negative, and that's the second step. So, the first step is let's just find the 25 most talked about stocks. And then what we do is every day for every stock, we look at the sentiment of what the aggregate crowdsource chatter was for each stock, and we rebalance, i.e. go longer short that stock, depending on, on a, the sentiment. On a daily basis. Correct. Okay. Now, here's the problem I run into as I've tried to measure sentiment, especially on a broader social media index on Scudify. We've got yeah. it refined a little bit um, easier where people can literally say as they're commenting on something, I'm bullish or bearish on this thing and for how long. But how do you tell when someone says, oh, that was a great quarter and the stock's down 12% after hours and that comment was clearly sarcastic if you're a human being or IBM's Watson and you've got that kind of artificial intelligence. But how do your algorithms account for sarcasm and trying to filter out and really refine whether some the chatter is bearish or bullish when you're looking at sentiment on a social media platform? Sure. I, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a difficult problem that we tackled. Um, and the solution is a, an English language, natural language processing engine that we built that uh, takes in every tweet and understands how people refer to 
financial language around buying and selling security, and we score every tweet on a scale of minus one to one, um, plus one being the most bullish language expression and minus one being the most bearish language expression. And as part of that, uh, we, as part of the machine that we trained, it understands in some way um, lots of different ways that human beings might express something, i.e. sarcasm, negation. Like it understands if somebody's saying, I'm not buying, which means I'm selling. Um, is it perfect? No. Uh, no language processing engine is, but we've done lots of testing and we believe that it's very, very accurate or highly so accurate. People can find this uh, index right now called the Crowd Index on Yahoo yeah. Finance, for example. Yeah. We'll put it up on Scudify and, um, so people can find it on there, too, and look at it. Yep. Um, what is what are the goals here? What's your business model? Are you sure. yeah, is this, how do people how do you monetize this? Are you yeah. just well, explain to people? Even give us a little background. I've got Igor Gunta on the phone here, and tell us a little bit about yourself and what your companies are doing and what you're planning to do over the next three to five years. But try to keep that under an elevator pitch time frame, of course. Absolutely. So, uh, look, we're in the business of uh, licensing our data to uh, self-directed investors. Uh, this was just one way to reach retail investors by licensing the data to an ETF provider that will ultimately create a stock that you and I can buy on an exchange that will literally allow you to either invest with the crowd or bet against the crowd. Um, we've done some back testing and uh, we have two years' worth of data, albeit, but since the beginning of this index, when compared to the S&P 500, um, since July 13, our, our index was up 52%, but the S&P was up only 36%. So You know, it, it really will be interesting. Again, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been playing with this stuff on, on, on our Scudify platform, and we aggregate Twitter's uh, sentiment data in ways too into our data and it's fascinating digging into this stuff. I am having a hard time grasping and getting my arms around the the edge that a an, an investor is going to gain over the long term, say over the next 10 or 20 years by um, trying to gauge sentiment on social media. Um, but it will be so interesting to look back, say, in five years and look at what the crowd index has done, and especially sure. with it now being on you know, finance and when we put it on Scudify, you'll be able to do, you know, the hey, compare this to the Dow, compare this to the S&P 500, and it won't have to be back-tested. Everybody will be able to actually just look at what the index has done. Um, yeah. Go ahead. What did you want to say? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, we have two years' worth uh, of data. Our index is also available on Bloomberg terminals under the sticker symbol crowd. Uh Obviously, past history doesn't, you know, predict future returns. Uh, But what I will say this is that um, the reason why social is important and sentiment broadly used as a term is that, you know, news is now breaking on social more often than it is breaking or or in a good amount uh, versus breaking in traditional channels like a Reuters or a Bloomberg terminal. And so you are getting earlier... Uh, information in a faster way um, 
especially on such a public platform like a Twitter and also on others like Facebook, etc. I don't don't disagree with you. From an institutional trader's standpoint, I think there might be an edge to be gleaned and monetized and modeled out over time, sort of codified. But I, 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 I hesitate trying I, – I have a hard time picturing the average Joe at home on his smartphone with his E-Trade app open trying to gauge uh, social media real-time and, and maintaining an edge. That's the, t- yeah. that's the tricky part. But yeah. aside from all of that, I want, Igor, a little bit about yourself. You've got a, a investment banking background, or what's your background? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I uh, spent 13 years on Wall Street, actually, in commodity sales and trading. So I was on a trading floor selling, um, you know, a variety of uh, hedge instruments to corporate clients. And uh, my background is in engineering. I went to MIT, and and I've always loved kind of the engineering and data aspect of things. And so uh, when I left Wall Street, I kind of uh, fell into this idea. If you're going to... If you're going to drop the MIT name, you got to drop a few of the investment banks you worked at then. Oh, sure. Uh, so I was at uh, Credit Suisse, Barclays, and I was at Goldman for a good chunk, uh, the majority of my career. Excellent. All right. Well, is there anything I'm not asking you here? If, uh, have you, um, you know, are you just getting this started? How long have you been um, developing this yep. uh, crowd um, concept? Yeah, well, you know, uh, the research that we did to write all the codes, to do all the analytics, that took uh, quite a bit of time. That took about 18 months. Uh, but we launched the index uh, literally two weeks ago. Um, and uh, I've always had a concept of uh, kind of, you know, aggregating data and delivering it in a consumable way, which is an index. Um, and so we just got to working and, you know, we uh, – we chose S and P, who's a fantastic, fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, truly, if you're going to do an index, you might as well do S and P. Dow Jones, right? They merged yeah. a couple of years ago. Am I right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, let me uh, let me ask you a little bit then about you know how you the people listening and our readers are entrepreneurs too, and they love knowing how this stuff is created. So you come out of investment banks and uh, trading, trading floors and sales and in that world. And now, uh, did you go out and get funding? Did you have? Do you have investment banks investing yeah. in you? Is this coming out of your own pocket? How do you arrange your business? And what are your? You know, again, I sort of asked you a little bit about your goals, but to tell us a little bit more about your company and how you create sure. a company like this. And then I would yeah. like to know more about your long-term plan. Yeah, you know, I'm actually self-funded, um, and uh, we're raising around the capital now. Uh, are you going to go to venture capitalists, or are you going to go to uh, GoFundMe, or I, as I did, maybe you yeah. go to some? Uh, I went to my subscribers um, and people that I knew were wealthy enough to be paying me a pretty good chunk of change at trading with Cody to find yeah. out what stocks I trade and what I'm investing in, and see if some of those wanted to invest in. So I've avoided with Scudify. We've avoided the venture capital round. Right. Are you using venture capitalists? Or are you using retail investors, or what? Yeah, it's going to be more like angels and seed, early seed stage companies. Uh, not so much venture capital, uh, although some venture capital firms have early stage companies. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be more kind of a private seed round. So will you have to then again? 
I, I, I ask for our audience here to learn about this. Yeah, stuff. sure. Do you sure you 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 call up wealthy guys that you used to work with? You call up yeah. your uncle Joe, all of the above. Who do you call, yeah. and how do you make those meetings happen? Yeah, you know, you call everybody you can. Obviously, you start with friends and family. Uh, I wish I had an Uncle Joe. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I have a very, very deep network from my Wall Street days, and uh, I have friends also in the tech community. Uh, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my are friends you, actually are you in based, Silicon Valley. You're based in New York, but you've got Silicon Valley and Squaw Valley connections then? Yep, yep. So I'm I'm based in Manhattan. Um, and, How old uh, guy but, are you? I'm 43. Okay. That's about yeah. my age. Young, but not too young. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so what is then the plan? Five years from now, you're going to – you're raising, I'm assuming, a few hundred thousand dollars, maybe a million bucks here yeah. near yeah. term. Uh, yeah. You're, um, you know, and I'm guessing, again, throwing these numbers out just so people can sort of understand sure. how this stuff develops. You're sure. Te- maybe valued. You're hoping to value it at millions, and over time, tens of millions. Maybe do a second round at that valuation, and put a few yeah. million dollars in the bank. Three years from now, you've got a million to five million dollars in cash, and the markets are down because the cycles turn, and you're trying to get crowd taken to the next level. What's your goals? What are you, you want to be the next S and P five hundred, or you want to be an, uh, an ETF? That's it, or what yeah, is it? No, you know what it is. So the near term goal is to launch this ETF, but the broad term goal is to launch a family of ETFs that are fueled by third party and largely big data sources. And I think that um, the, there's a sector of the ETF market right now that is just growing like mad, and that's called smart data. And all smart beta is is uh, is uh, weighting the, the 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 stocks in an index or an ETF by something other than just pure market cap. And so everybody's looking for edge in a market that has been in a, in a tremendous bull market. People are think that it's kind of tapped out. They're, you know, interest rates are zero. They're looking for yield, and they're and more importantly, they're looking for alternatives than just pure beta, right? than just being long the market. And so I think that's fueling an interest in the retail community and also in the institutional community to diversify away from just being long the, long the market. Um, uh, uh, are, this is great. That is a, a great snapshot. Here's one more yeah. question for you. Sure. Got okay. a couple of big data best plays for us before I let you go. Last question. Do you have any stock picks from big data and or social media that you think are interesting that people want to take a look at? Yeah, look, I, I don't want to be biased because, you know, I, I'm a Twitter-based kind of data source, but I'm really bullish Twitter. I think it's been way oversold. I think that uh, the platform is uh, has tremendous growth opportunity. Uh, Facebook is a monster. you got to own Facebook. Um, I like, actually, IBM uh, and down here. I think they're really, really making a hard push and diversifying into cloud, big data. Um, they're being and very artificial, aggressive. Artificial intelligence, too, with Huge. IBM. Let me Huge. just throw, I, I totally, the three names you, you you mentioned, Twitter I started buying in the high 30s maybe a few months ago after it crashed yep. at post-IPO, had a great yep. uh, little near-term trade on it, but I, too, am a long-term believer in the company. I've gotten to know it rather well. I know some of the people inside of it believe yeah. they can really take that thing to the next level. I'm looking for five to ten times 
uh, dagger over the next five to ten years or bust. Um, Facebook, I bought, again, after it crashed, uh, post-IPO, and uh, I own it for about the 20s. Still, it's actually second largest position right now behind Apple, which I've owned since, believe it or not, a dollar cost basis back in 2003. Wow. Wow. And, yeah, and finally, IBM, just last week, I put on Scudify. I'm actually, I was a short and bear on IBM for the last couple of years, and I covered yeah. my short a few months ago, and I'm starting to look at that from the long side for exactly the reasons you just said. They yeah, really wow. invested and are making a big push into big data, cloud, yep. and artificial intelligence, which I three huge growth areas ahead. Yeah, big themes. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that uh, uh, the, the world is just getting smarter and more intelligent and faster, and that's a, that's a, a long-term theme that will play out over the next 20 years. All right. Well, I will work with you offline to figure out how we could put crowd in the crowd index on Scudify. In the meantime, yeah, uh, everybody listening, you guys can find it on Yahoo Finance. You can put it find it uh, on Bloomberg using uh, the ticker symbol crowd. And that's Igor Gunta. And any last words I'll leave you with? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's a very interesting times right now. And I think social is definitely uh, at the breakout point uh, where everybody, I think, believes that there's value. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, good luck with everything. And, uh, again, like I said, we'll talk offline. It's Absolutely. Thanks a lot for joining me today. That's Cody Underground, the podcast. I'm Cody Willard, and we'll see you soon. Hear you soon. Talk to you soon. Spit a little ditty about how diddy diddy what he doing to his artists and about the way he living. Take a hit, make a hit, keep a tunnel vision. Sign a deal with the fans, go to music prison. Who believe you a prophet when you enjoy the music? Sells advertisements and profits. Well, who knew boo-ho would get a clue, yo, do I blew your mind from you, you to Soho, Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls, get around like hobos, yo, we be tearing it up, and you gon' get it, how you giving it up, you gon' give it while you giving it up, live, live, living while you living it up.